guys, welcome back to the Blue Front Horn podcast with Chelsea and Sierra. How's it going? Hey guys, what's up? We survived a hurricane. We did, yeah. Thank you for letting us uh, take a week off last week. Uh, that was not the most fun I've ever had, but it was okay. I can't imagine. Yeah, the we hurricane were. Hurricane was much closer to your house than it was to mine. Yeah, it. Yeah, I live in uh, South South florida than you uh, i'm th- you know thankfully we're not in fort myers where it hit really badly but it's yeah it still came pretty close to me and it was not the most fun my dad was out of power for about a week um so he and my little puppy dog came and crashed at my house for said week so it was a full house in my one bedroom apartment that's a lot of people for one one bedroom yeah yeah it's very hard <laughs> yeah, words are hard. I like your shirt, by the way. Thank you. Um, it, I donated blood, and it's very fitting for this time of year. It's little skeleton hands with the blood in the middle. Yeah, it's spooky. I like it. Yeah. It's very fun. Uh, so, this week, we are going over episode 21. We've got one more left in this season. Yes. And it has a, lo- uh, a lovely title, Milk. The lactose intolerant in me is not happy with this title, but here we are. Yeah. So, yeah. So this one, well, should we start off with our one, our only, our best segment on our show? (laughs) Uh, Yes, always. Um, Suit up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually had a section for suit up this time. Well done. I did not. So you're way ahead of me. (laughs) Every week I'm like, yeah, I should section those out. And I think I've done it one time. So, you know, awesome. I don't catch half as much as you, but I I sectioned out my, you know, five things. Excellent. Yeah, I don't have that many. So we might just have like all the same ones. Nice. Um, my first was Ted's birthday crown, which was fabulous. <laughs> it is fabulous. He's wearing his brown blazer. But can I just notate that he's wearing a an even fancier brown corduroy blazer for his day? Question I- mark. Yeah, I noticed that as well. I couldn't tell if it was corduroy or velvet at first. It was very fancy. It just looked like they made it (laughs) shiny. And I was like, what happened? Yeah. We got a new light and we were trying it out. Yeah. (laughs) What's your favorite first fashion note? Uh, It was the brown blazer. Um, But then Lily's 50s housewife dress and necklace combo. That's funny. I have that a little bit later. Uh, I have before that we get Barney in a velvet blazer. It is. Is we it had, velvet? I think Barney's was velvet. Yeah. Blazers abound this episode. Yes. Because Marshall has his suit blazer too. So I mean. Yep. And then later I do have Ted's corduroy blazer. Lily has a red blazer. She does. And I believe hers is also velvet. I didn't look that hard. I was busy going... Wow, that's a red blazer with a black dress and a brown necklace. Yeah, it had a lot going on. <laughs> and then my last one is uh, Robin's highlights. <laughs> so this is what I said. <laughs> Robin's weird. <laughs> Sorry. Robin's weird beanie beanie wearing ass with shitty highlights that look like glue in her hair and blue eyeshadow. Yeah, it was a mess. It was it, so bad. They were like, they were like Snooky JWoww highlights. It was really bad. 
Yeah, I have a really specific note down here at the bottom, and it says Robin's hair looks like my eight-year-old highlighted it with whiteout. You're not <laughs> wrong. Like, Chunky, when we were in middle school, like, Chunky highlights were in, unfortunately, and even they didn't look that bad. Oh, and she said that they were chunky and they looked like tiger stripes, but they just looked like sadness. Yeah, yeah, they were they were not good. Yeah, I'm not the I'm not a fan of a chunky highlight in general, but hers were particularly bad. It is also uh, the full moon tonight for all of yes. our witchy astrology babes out there. Um, can someone tell me, <coughs> Chelsea, how to make moon <laughs> water and what it does? Um, I well, you can do whatever you kind of want with it, but yeah, it's really easy. All you do, like especially for you who has a porch, you just like fill a thing of water and then set it out over the night of the full moon, and then you have moon water, and then you can use it to like make a simmer pot. I'm making a simmer pot tonight for the full moon anyway, but I don't have any moon water because the last time I made it, I left it out for too long, and I was like, I feel like this probably grew bacteria, so I just threw it out. <laughs> But yeah, um, I that's the thing. I've made moon water before, and then I'm just like, I don't know what to do with this either. But yeah, you just like leave it out in the full moon. But a lot of people use it for like rituals, or yeah, if you're gonna make a simmer pot, they'll use that as part of the water for the simmer pot. Um, that's that's what you make moon water for. Throw it on my enemies. Got it. Yeah, I think like as long as you keep it, like if you put like a lid in it, so you make sure nothing gets in it, you can like make tea with it, um, or coffee or something. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, so I might make some moon water tonight. I haven't decided yet. I haven't decided yet, but I'm definitely gonna journal and make a simmer pot. I have some stuff for my simmer pot. I'm picking up from Target, just like apples and oranges and stuff, to make the house smell pretty. Good idea. Speaking of, I lit a candle that I bought last year that had like this much left in it and it was apple scented and I just put up my cinnamon broom in my room so depending on where you're walking in my house it smelled like that instant apple cinnamon oatmeal like exactly that smell smells like diabetes (laughs) (laughs) that stuff always makes my stomach go because it smells so sweet it does smell so it smells I feel like it smells ten times sweeter than it tastes. It just has like yeah. that. That's that. That's like one time I went to a food truck. Oh my god, I was so mad. I went to a food truck and they were selling garlic fries and they smelled amazing. They smelled just like the world's best food in the world. You could barely taste any garlic oh. on them. They must have that's just like depressing. like garlic scented. Like how do you do that? They're like they reeked in my car. They smelled so garlicky and they barely tasted like anything. I was offended. It's like how LaCroix tastes. This one yeah. rubbed against a watermelon once. Yeah. <laughs> my my old office mate and I used to refer to that as lotion water. Cause yeah, someone said it f- tastes like you're it tastes like you're drinking water and your and your office mate is putting on lotion at the same time. <laughs> it's not wrong. It's I not. like the taste of it because it's like it's not just water. Yeah. But it's not like overpowering or like aspartame taste. Yeah. I really want a spicy spray. Ooh, right now. I love a spicy spray. I, yeah. I need some more stuff out and get me a spicy spoon. Do it. Have him mail me one. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. I guess we should get back to the episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. Distractions. Um, this is what happens when you don't talk to your friends. Yeah. Because there's a hurricane. Have... Yeah. Seriously. Hey, what up, eyeball? <laughs> So anyway, Ted turns 28. 
He does. <laughs> He's got a sweet ass crown. He does, and everyone has like their little birthday party hats. Yeah. And, like on the side of their faces, by the way, except Lily's. Yeah. yeah, like all the cool kids. So they're at McLaren's because obviously. Shocking. Yeah. And so then Ted's like, yeah, do it, Barney. Do it. Pull off the world's best pickup line. It's like that little kid. Do the roller. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So Barney does this like crazy elaborate stunt that he's hired Wendy the waitress. And which I think Mm -hmm. is this the first time we hear Wendy the waitress's name? I think so. Yeah. Because I always thought to myself, oh, look, it's Wendy the Waitress. Yeah, and then he's like, Wendy the Waitress, everyone. Um, and he yeah. hire, he hires two people from, like, a community theater to play EMTs or something. Yep. And basically, he convinces this woman that she's had a fall and that, and that like, she has a brain injury. And so he's like... Uh, yeah, so the whole thing like culminates in sa- him saying like, "When you fell down from heaven, yeah. that's it's yeah, it's a it's a long walk for a short drink of water," um, and th- and then everyone's like, he gets everyone to chant, "Give him your number," and then she gives mm-hmm. him her number, and it's funny, it's really cute, it's it's a little bit extra, but then again, it's Barney. Yes, um, and then Lily has to touch the hot plate because it's hot, <laughs> just to see if it's hot. Yeah, it's hot. How hot? What did she say? Hot damn, that's hot or something? Yeah, something like that. I was like, okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like, I guess you had to do that. That's how you start the episode out with her, like, not believing something is hot or whatever. Right. And also, I think my favorite thing she says is, isn't your technological clock ticking? Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, ah. And this is when we get um, Ted yeah, Ted being the fucking worst. Um, <laughs> I did not write down his list, but suffice it to say, it was too much. I'm sure that we can remember most of it. Um, plays the bass guitar. Yeah. Um, like a, like anyone named Kim in a really badass band. Um, likes dogs. Um, wants children. A boy and a girl. Uh, wants to get married one day. Likes tennis. Oh, Yeah. Um, I I only remembered the bass guitar and wants to have kids and oh and loves the book something oh loves, loves the time, the of, time cholera. of cholera yeah which is so specific it's very specific um and I've never read it me and I'd venture to say that me and Ted wouldn't work out <laughs> yeah I will say I am like I think I've said this before but like me in like college and high school would absolutely like ate Ted shit up. Like that's mm-hmm. like one hundred percent. But yeah, me because he's twenty eight. So yeah, I think even like me at twenty eight or a little bit younger, I would have like Ted and I would not have worked out. I would have like you are pretentious, a pretentious piece of shit. Get out of here. Yeah. And I was a literature major. I was a pretentious piece of shit. Okay. <laughs> I probably would have hoped you would have ghosted me so I didn't have to break up with him. Yeah. Like, oof, Ted, you're too much, my dude. Because he's, yeah, he's the one always being like, where's my soulmate? But also, here's this impossible list of attributes. I'm going to let the fates bring it to me because I'm done looking. Ugh. Get out of here, Ted. Um, I don't sure... have another note until Barney and Marshall fighting, so. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I was just thinking, I we should look up, maybe we'll do that one episode. I would like to know what Ted's... uh 
chart is. I wonder what his sign is. I feel like that might answer some questions. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We should we should do that one episode. Is like we we'll should write over. down what his birthday is because I don't. Yeah. Well, the Google machine. Just keep talking. Yeah, I'm sure the inter- the internet will know. Okay, so I will confess, I watched this episode last week, like before we were supposed to record it, and I was going to rewatch it, and I did not. Um, so I'm going off of some memory with my notes. So my next You're note, good. my next note just says Marshall boundaries. Oh, I think that's when they're all in the apartment, and he's wanting to like get frisky with Lily and Ted. Pancakes. Like, yeah, that's it. The pancakes. Tuesday, twenty fifth. Yes, nineteen seventy eight. Okay, right, so write that down. We'll look it up. I did. Excellent. Uh, yeah, we'll 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 figure out what Ted's sign is. He's a Taurus. He's a Taurus. Okay, I don't know that much about Taurus, but we can run his chart. Maybe we don't full of shit. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know the time of his birth, and I don't know that we'll ever know that. The uh, internet did not say. <laughs> yeah, so we can't do a full chart on Ted Mosby, but it's Chinese zodiac is a horse. Interesting. Yours and my, yours and mine, I believe, is a snake. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Sierra and I learned this week that uh, I am a Leo sun and a Leo moon and a Scorpio rising, and Sierra is a Leo sun and a Capricorn moon and a Leo rising. Yeah, so we're we, super Leo-y. Yeah, we got Leo on Leo on Leo. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know what any of it means either, so. There's that. I know what some, I know what some of it means. <laughs> I I saw a friend of mine uh, when I was on my Disney trip that you joined me on very briefly, um, and she is she's into astrology and stuff. And we uh, we were talking about hair. She has very straight hair, and so she was like, "Yeah, I always wanted to have curly hair." And I just and I was like, "Oh, I could see that." And then a couple minutes later, I was like, "That sounded really conceited, didn't it?" Because I ha- I'm someone with curly hair, and she. <laughs> She was like, I wouldn't say conceited. That was just very Leo of you. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair comment. Every once in a while I do that at work and I'll be like, and I mean that in the most non-condescending way possible. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, why? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's it. So, yeah, Marshall is wanting to get all, like, frisky because he likes Lily's pancakes. Yeah, I want to pour yeah. the syrup all over you and lick it off. And Ted's like, please don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Ted woke up Marshall with the smell of pancakes, which I thought was funny. Um, and he's, like, wafting it into the room with his hand. Yeah. And so then immediately Marshall gets, like, bummed out because he's like, this is the best part of my day because I hate my job because I wanted to go work for the NRDC. And then I just, my next note was, like, LOL, grainy nature stock footage. Because <laughs> they just pulled, like, the most cliche infomercial. So, yeah, I just thought that was funny. It was, like, really old National Geographic <laughs> nature nature footage. Like, the most granola we can be. So then I think we see Ted going into the refrigerator to get milk. And he's like, yeah. is this milk any good? And takes a big gulp of it and then, like, barfs it out in the sink. And Marshall's like, yeah, it got me yesterday. So Ted goes, well, why didn't you throw it away? As he puts it back into the refrigerator. Right. Ridiculous. And also, I mean, I guess they're guys and guys are different. But I was going to say, who drinks milk be- before trying to figure out if it's bad? You sniff it first. Also, there's a date on it. Yeah. Like, well, I, mean, I, I mean, drink milk, but 
My kids will go over and chug it out of the fucking carton, but whatever. I drink milk on occasion, not as much as I used to because I have developed lactose intolerance. I still like, especially or I'll buy it like if I'm like having a really craving for like box mac and cheese, I'll get it, you know, for that. Um, yeah, we use almond milk and I just put butter. The only reason I don't use almond milk is because I always get the I get I don't get sweetened almond milk, but I get the unsweetened vanilla and I don't want like vanilla flavor in my mac and cheese. Understandable. I get the unflavored and the kids think it's amazing and I refuse to tell them it's not real milk. Mm, yeah, that works. Yeah, I like the unsweetened vanilla kind, just with that little tiny bit of taste to it. So then we see, I believe, Marshall and Barney at work. Yeah, Marshall and Barney at work. And it's funny, I only have one note through the whole Marshall and um, Barney saga. And it's, I forgot, I hate this episode. Just mostly, I mean, in general, this is not my favorite episode, but for this reason i hate the whole prank wars it's really gross and it's weird and i don't like it <laughs> i i only have one note i don't know what they did to butter butter beers or whatever his name is sandwich and i don't care to know my note is barney giving marshall the silent treatment because he doesn't want to partake in prank wars yeah okay that's a, that's a fair note yeah i don't know either <laughs> i have a couple guesses about what they did I assume it's a sauce of sorts. Yeah, exactly. And that's as far as into the investigation as I'd like to go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the whole, I really did not care about the whole Barney and Marshall subplot. I, the only thing I liked was, like, the only thing that really mattered was Marshall saying he might want to come work there full time. Yeah, and that's at, like, the end of the episode. Yeah. So. I didn't even write it down. Okay. Yeah, me neither. I just have. Yeah, I just wrote, ugh, I hate this episode. And I remember that that's what that was in reference to, was that whole plot line. I have uh, one more note about it at the end, about the next prank. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't even have that. In the GBGBs. So. Oh, <laughs> I thought you just like, got a shiver. That happened. Uh. My next note is, yay, love solutions. <laughs> right. But did they take Coach from that fucking show, Coach, and put him in there? I never watched it, but maybe. It looks like him. I thought, and I don't know, in my head, whenever I heard people talking about the show Coach, I always pictured the dad from The Proposal. Is that the guy who's in Coach? Um, yes. Okay. Because if that's the case, then the answer is no. It's not the same actor in Love Solutions. There's a couple of dudes in the show. Um, okay, we'll yeah, it... It is the guy who I was thinking of in um, Coach. And no, that's not the same. Wait, hold on. The tall guy in the middle is who it looked like to me. The, the tall guy in the middle, I'm pretty sure, plays Marshall's dad. Is it? Yeah. Mind blown. Okay. Yeah. And then the other guy. Yeah, that's funny. The other guy is, you know, what movie he's also in? A lot. But which one? The Family Stone. The one of Wow Brad. <laughs> wow Brad. Yeah, he plays the dad in that, and also he's the dad in the That's proposal. But yeah, the, but yeah, I'm pretty sure the guy in the middle is Marshall's dad. Almost positive. Well, uh, it's too bad we don't know any of these people's names. Um, no. Whatever. whatever. <laughs> that is really funny. These guys. <laughs> yeah, those dudes. Well, uh, yeah, you know who we're talking about, people listening. They can 100% follow that train of thought. Yeah. Straight sure. into the station. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, um, so the guy that kind of looks like the guy from Coach is yeah. Leslie's guy because his company bought out that lady. 
Um, and he's totally all about it. Yeah, he's super psyched. Mm-hmm. And they found Ted's love match. He's like, we got your soulmate. That'll be 500 bucks. And Ted's like, okay, I haven't even shown the, seen the profile yet. She's not, yeah. she, she might be engaged. Last time she was engaged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he uh, looks at the profile and he loves her. He does. He's like, oh my God, she has, she loves time. T- love in the time of cholera. She wants kids in five years. She wants to get married. Bam, 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 bam. She plays bass. All the stupid Ted things. Yes. Um. So he's all excited, and they plan a date. Yep, they're gonna meet at McLaren's. They are shocked. The most shocked. So I think Robin is the only date he has that doesn't start at McLaren's. Uh. That I can remember. At least this far. I was going to say, I think up to this point, I think you're correct. Oh, well, I mean, I guess, do we count Victoria at the wedding? That wasn't really a date. That's what I'm saying. Their whole thing is murky. It's And Inky, because he's a trash can. Well, Uh. he's he's a trash can, but yeah. So then my next note is Lily breaking down in the car. Yes, that is yeah. literally it when um, Barney giving Marshall the silent treatment. Lily has a flat tire on Marshall's Fiero. Okay. Then there's a lot more Lily notes. Yes, mine too. But yeah, my so my first note, yeah, starting off with a bang. This is not a great episode. So fans of Lily, strap in. Um, <laughs> yeah. This is not a great Lily episode. Um, but yeah, my first note is Lily. Lily feels, which is a note I've given to her before. Lily feels so entitled to her friend's time. She does. She's like, oh, you're on that magnificent first date? Come help me. Yeah, come drive all the way to Ass Crack Nowhere. And... I'm just counting New York. <laughs> yes, that's what I said. It's <laughs> basically the same thing. Uh, and, yep. and come change a flat tire, and you can't tell Marshall. Yep. My note specifically says... <clears throat> Lily being a bitch about a tire because she doesn't want to tell Marshall she had to take the Fiero, so she calls Ted and ruins his night. Fair enough. Fair enough. We said the same thing, just in different words. <laughs> and then it says, I want to hit Lily. <laughs> yeah. I get I get that. <laughs> may or may not be with the Fiero. Anyways. Yeah. So, yeah. Lily is... <laughs> Like immediately, like we don't at this point in the episode, we don't know what's going on quite yet, but it's already like, Lily... I we're we've already yelled at you about being so ridiculously entitled to your friend's time and just like being like, oh, I want to I wanted to get married at this fancy house, so I have to get married in two months. So that means all of you have to drop everything you're doing and help me put together a wedding. Okay, thanks. Yep, you're welcome. Here's your here's your assignments. Every, everyone has to sneak in with me to a prom because I can't just sign off at a wedding band that my husband loves. I have to, or fiance loves. I have to go see them in person. So I'm gonna dress like everyone's cool aunt and sneak into prom. I wasn't even the cool aunt. <laughs> so my my next note is when she's like Ted you have to swear swear on your future two kids and he goes I swear on Luke and Leia <laughs> yes um, mine says why is Ted this way he's such a pushover that's what okay so this is really funny my next note says Ted is right <laughs> when he's talking to Lily about what she needs to do and yes how, yeah I meant him leaving the bar okay yeah that's fair enough yeah him being a pushover yeah yeah him just yeah as bad as lily's behavior is 
all of her I'll say all of them enable it. Marshall enables it. Robin enables it. Like as bad as she acts, they all completely enable her bad behavior. (laughs) Like, dude, have your. We let her teach five-year-olds. Honestly, they're probably all entitled little five-year-olds. So Ted is. Filling out some master advice, by the way. He does. And this is what I wrote down. I hate that I see myself in Ted because he's great at managing everyone else's life but his own. Because, mm. yeah, he gave some A-plus advice to, to Lily. He, I wrote, Ted gives great advice for Lily's insomnia from wedding anxiety. And then I wrote, wedding anxiety equals can totally relate if you've had a real wedding. I loped, so can't relate. But I've seen a lot of other people have this anxiety. Oh, yeah, it was bad. Um, and then my next note ruins a different episode, so we're going to skip that and then yeah. say the one that says, fuck you, Lily, and then Ted's speaking some truth that Lily didn't want to hear. <laughs> yeah. So at this so at this point, we learn that Lily found an art fellowship that she wanted to apply for that is going to be taking place in San Francisco, and she steals Marshall's car mm-hmm. because because that's the thing, and Ted mentions this too. She could have just told Marshall about it, and he absolutely would have supported her going to apply for it. He would have postponed the wedding. He would have bent over backwards to make her happy, because that's the kind of seven-foot giant human he is. Absolutely. Like, there's the fact... So I appreciate that Ted called her out. We live in New York City. You absolutely could find something just as prestigious here, but you chose Mm -hmm. one far away. 3,000 miles away, because you don't want to get married. Yeah, so that's definitely... That is definitely something that's happening for a reason. Um, Mm -hmm. And he's like, this is, you're about to make a mistake. Don't make a mistake. You're about to screw, like, you're about to screw everything, screw everything up with Marshall, who you love more than anything. And who has essentially taken this job, Barney, because partially because she ruined an $8,000 wedding dress. Mm -hmm. He He took a job he did not want for her. Yes. He took the job so he could pay for the wedding that she wanted. Exactly. And then my next note literally says, fuck you, Lily. And then she leaves Ted in the middle of nowhere. That I was say, that's the thing. I'm like, I'm already annoyed and mad at Lily at this episode. This is where she becomes the villain is where she demands he comes out to help her. And then she does a big New him. Haven. That's in Connecticut, my guy. Like yeah. New York City to New Haven, Connecticut. It might not be that far, but it's at least a few hours and it's already dark. You dumb bitch. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm like. Lily, girl, absolutely not. Not a fan. Um, and I just, uh, I wrote down. Uh, Barney is useless. No, it was before this when <laughs> when Lily was like, I know it's a mistake, but sometimes you don't know it's a mistake till you've done the mistake, so you have to make the mistake. And Ted just says, you said mistake a lot. And I just I thought that was funny. Um, and then when she like, says... You, may, you know what I mean, right? He goes, I don't know. You said mistake a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, I'm sorry, Ted. You'll just have to forgive me for this. And I just wrote down, I would never forgive her for no. leaving the- me... In the woods, making me break a date with what is theoretically my soulmate even yep. that I've, I guess, been searching for for a long time, but actually being a little pick, picky bitch about. But that's beside the point. Like, <laughs> like calling that off, driving all the way out here to help me and then abandoning me in the middle of the woods. Absolutely not. Lose my number. Like, we are no longer friends. And then the transpiring events, like. Yeah. So, thank you. There is no forgiveness for you. Yeah. Dirty bitch. 
Um, so I don't like Lily in the next couple seasons. Okay. Yeah. If anyone was unsure of how I felt about Lily. Yeah. So. Yeah, it yeah it just yeah Lily just kind of goes from bad in this episode to worse for a little bit. Um, so, but thankfully Ted has a knight in shining armor in the yes. form of Robin in a news van. Yes. So first Ted calls Barney and is like, "Hey, come get me in the middle of nowhere." And Barney's like, "No, I'm with Marshall. Middle of nowhere. We're doing this prank war." And then Marshall's like, yeah, I'll come get you in the Fiero. And Ted's like, uh, no, because he just promised Lily he wouldn't say anything to Marshall. Because he's that, a good person, apparently. He, he's a good person, but also, if that bitch had just left me in the middle of the woods, I would have sold her so far down the Bet river. Bet your ass I would have called Marshall first. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, I get that Mar- Lily and Marshall are best friends. I mean, Lily and Ted are best friends. But I feel like Ted and Marshall are better friends. And I would have sold. before hoes. Yes, I would have sold that, that hoe right down the river. Right down there. Get out of here, bitch. Um, So back to Robin in her news van. Yes. So she's driving Ted, and Ted is just like, I'm nervous, but I'm excited, and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I decided I wanted to go get highlights. Yes. (laughs) So she's like, I'm never going to show you, blah, blah, blah. And then she drives her up, and he's like, all got like the nervous energy about going to meet mrs perfect yeah and it was so, totally okay with postponing the date for like two hours by the way yeah, because she's perfect as ted oh, says so then robin's about to drop him off and she's like okay i can tell you've had a hard day so i'm gonna do something for you and he's like well you're gonna show me your hair and she's like well i was gonna show you my boobs but yeah we can do hair <laughs> Um, and so she pulls off her beanie and oh my god, the highlights. Is that what you can even call those? They're I mean, yeah, they're lighter. It looked like it looked like the bleach was still on her hair. Yeah, it was really, really bad. <laughs> and really I will bad. I will say though, again, this made me laugh because this is hair that's intentionally supposed to look bad and crazy. And even her wig that they had on her was better than Lily's wig that was supposed to be her real hair. <laughs> Oh, the black hair? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Robin's, so- w- Robin's wig this episode was better than that wig, and that was supposed to be Lily's real hair. <laughs> like, they, I don't know why on this show, they do Lily dirty every time she gets a wig. That's what I'm saying. So, my note, the second thing about the prank wars, there was something in Barney's coffee. I don't know what it was. Yeah. But then what they're going to do back is they take a hundred mice and put it in a box to be delivered to the dude across the street, right? Like a cardboard box. Yes. And the secretary walks in on her way out and goes, I'm going to leave. Wait, you guys can poke holes in that box, right? And Barney's like, yeah, yeah, definitely. And him and Marshall are like, we never would have thought of that. We're a whole bunch of stank ass dead mice in the morning. Yeah. Which it's a good thing they... Uh, poked holes in the box but also they ended up chewing a corner out anyway because that's what rats do yeah um and then i have just a note on when robin picks up ted it says robin picks up ted what the fuck is that hat and then she (laughs) said that her um hairdresser said went from highlights to i want to look like a tiger and ted went they're great i'm sure (laughs) yeah yeah full-on tony the tiger yes it's amazing yep then there's the flash forward moment. Yeah, exactly. Where he, oh, I yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, so Ted is about to like go into the bar, 
And then he gets like this flash of him getting married and he sees, he looks like in the audience, I guess, is that what you call the wedding? The audience? Mm, I don't know. Uh, uh, I eloped. Yeah. (laughs) I had a wedding. I don't know what you call that. We'll call it the audience. Uh, The congregated people. The witnesses. Okay, yeah, the witnesses. I was going to say, yeah, because I was going to say congregation, but, like, I didn't get married in a church. A lot of people don't get married in a church. I didn't think of what to call it. Yeah, no, that works. Um, And he looks, and then Lily is there, and I'm guessing they just made the actress who played the least sit there a long time, because she looks kind of bored. She's, like, relatively happy for Ted, but she looks really bored sitting there. But then there's Robin, all, like, doe-eyed and teary-eyed. And then she starts looking uncomfortable. She does. Which, again, like, I get where Ted is coming from, but also this is Ted, like, idealizing what he wants her to be feeling, I think, more than what she's actually feeling. Like, we know she's into Ted, and we know, like, the whole thing with Victoria was a huge bummer, and there was bad stuff between them. But, like, she also has been upfront about the fact that she doesn't want to get married. Or have kids. She said it in the yeah oh that's the thing is like he's telling her all this stuff and she's like ugh, love in the time of cholera hated it blah 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 ew ew she wants kids like blah 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 i can't believe it i don't ever want kids yeah and so then ted's about to go in and then he's like nah yeah and so then he gets back to see um marshall, and marshall yeah and they're, and they're sitting on the couch and then they do this whole milk metaphor which is kind of forced and weird did you get the milk and she's like, yeah, I got it, but I'm not. Are gonna- you going to drink the milk? Yeah. She's like, no, I don't need any milk. I'm good. And Marshall goes on a tangent about fucking <laughs> Marshall's like, I understand that milk is good and healthy for us and we all need to drink it. But Ted just went on a big date. Yes. Uh, let's let's hear about it. Mm-hmm. And then Ted's like, I didn't go because, yeah, she's supposed to be perfect, but I don't want don't perfect. Want perfect. I Robin. And it's like, Ted, with the love of all that is holy. Go somewhere, sir, with that bullshit. Yeah, like a therapist's office. Yes. Honestly. And Lily, too. If you're having this much mental problems going into your wedding and this much indecision, talk Mm -hmm. to someone. Kids, go to therapy. If there's nothing else you take from this podcast, go to therapy. Also, you know, your significant other might want to know. <laughs> yeah, that too. Also tell your significant other to go to therapy. They may not have heard that before, and they could probably benefit from it. It's possible. Everyone yeah. could actually benefit from therapy, I think. Exactly. Remove the stigma. If you've thought about it, do it. Go, it. go do it. Try it just for a few months. See yeah. what goes on. And if you don't like it, but you think it might just be the therapist, get a new therapist. Because I've had a therapist that was not great. Try a different one. Yeah, they, they're okay with being fired, too. Yeah, they yeah they don't because not everyone's a not everyone's a good match. My last therapist was kind of bad, but my current therapist is amazing. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so this episode gave me mostly ragey feels. Uh, it won't get better for the next one, and probably <sighs> into next season. Yeah, the next episode is definitely. I really like the next episode, but it's got some layers. That's all I'll say, because we don't want to spoil anything. But there are layers. Ogres are like onions. Yes, because there are some really good things that happen in the next episode. Mm -hmm. But then there are some really 
not good things that happen. The overlaying bad things is what makes me really upset. Yes. And I remember not watching the show for a good couple of months because I was so mad. I was like 19, but I was so mad. Well, and also probably because it was the end of a season and they probably didn't have it for a couple months. (laughs) Yeah, because that's how TV seasons work. Still, it's bullshit. Yes. And I understand where it came from and I understand everything behind it and the emotions and the logic they have for it. But I didn't like it. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what a lot of people think about this entire show. <laughs> but I also thought Jack could have fit on the door, so. Yeah, fair enough. You know, we could get around that. There's a, yeah, there's a lot of things that do that. So many layers. Yeah. Anyway, I, um, I also, the episode I also, moved very fast, though. It did, yeah. It was It was weird because this one, although it did have a B-plot, a B I like that you and I just, like, almost ignored, always, it. ignored it and forgot about it. But I didn't miss it. Like in the the episodes, like right. they were. But there's all there was also a C plot. Ted was doing something. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's that's good. Yeah. That's why. Because yeah, some of the <laughs> some of the episodes where there's like, yeah, this one had a. You're right. This one had a B and a C plot, and the other episodes like a barely have an A plot, and it's like, what are you guys doing? The purple giraffe. <laughs> cough cough. Yeah. Exactly. Still like, one of the worst episodes <laughs> of this show. Honestly, and it's so funny because I remember. I think because I just like that sassy kid who goes, you're all sweaty. <laughs> like, I, re- <laughs> I remember liking that episode, but you're right. So far, it is, like, not great. No. We'll probably find one that's worse, and I'll be like, all right, it's been outranked. <laughs> oh, there is one I'm telling you. If nothing else, there is one I'm telling you right now. There's one in season nine I am going to have some words for. Like, there is an episode I absolutely, like, if I, if the creators came to me and said okay if you could just delete an episode from the show what would it be it would be that one um Mm. so yeah well but it enrages me so (laughs) we'll we'll stumble upon more as as we go on i'm sure okay yeah but but yeah this was a this was a a decent episode not anyone's favorite not anyone's least favorite it's kind of there yeah um it it moved it moved the plot some places like kind of in a hurry it kind of like violently shoved the plot forward a little bit yeah i think they needed a good cliffhanger for the last episode and that's what this was meant to catalyst yeah um so you kind of learn a lot about lily's underlying shit personality um and then also that ted is a wiener so yeah it's 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 a child yeah, that which that's not new information, but it's interesting. No. Yeah, because I feel like throughout up until maybe the prom episode, the whole like this whole season has been Lily and Marshall are like the idealized perfect couple, like that everybody wants to be. That's like everyone is looking for the Marshall to their to their Lily, um, that sort of a thing. And then Ted has always been like the hopeless romantic who's like doing absolutely everything he can to get married and find the perfect people. And mm-hmm. essentially trying to find his own Lily. Um, but then this episode kind of brings both of those crashing down. Where Lily, is, it seems like, has been potentially faking some stuff for a long time. And Ted has been like, oh yeah, I'm actually not obviously that ready to settle down and find my perfect partner. Because I have this impossible list that's like on par with, if you all have seen Practical Magic at the very beginning of that, when Sandra Bullock's character is a little girl and she makes an impossible man on purpose because she doesn't ever want to fall in love. That's essentially Ted's list. Isn't there a line in this this episode where 
Robin says we can't all be a woman like you, Ted, or something like that. Probably. As good of a woman as you. Probably. Something like it's that. It's something about that, I think. His list. Yeah. But yeah, this was... Yeah, it was. it seems like... Yeah, this episode was fine, but I think with some of the other lackluster episodes, we could have gotten a little more of this sooner. It just, it did feel like just a little tiny bit forced in this episode. Like we said, it just kind of like violently shoved some things forward. Yeah. And it was in the beginning of the episode where you see her dressed, Lily dressed as a 1950s housewife. I was like, red flags. Because first of all, it's got to be early. Marshall's in his undies. Okay. Yeah. Ted's in his jam jams. What? Are you doing dressed like that? At that, yeah. So early, and but then, then you again, find out, and you're like, mm, okay. But then again, this is also the Lily that during the pineapple incident, when Ted is like woken up and hung over in his pajamas, she has like high heeled, thigh high boots on in the apartment for no reason. So I didn't think about that with Lily at all because she just dresses weird at weird hours. <laughs> that was you're just trying real hard to be a housewife in the beginning. Made Marshall pancakes. Yeah, that's true. She was overcompensating. And then try to dip. Yeah, her guilt was overcompensating. Okay, I see that. I did not pick up on that, but I can absolutely see where you did. Interesting. Interesting. I like it. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let me pull up our socials. Yeah. All right, guys. If you want to reach out to us on social media, you can find us here. On Instagram, you can find us at the underscore Blue French Horn Podcast. On Twitter, you can find us at Blue French Horn Pod, no ease. On TikTok, you can find us at the Blue French Horn Podcast. And you can send us an email at the Blue French Horn Podcast at gmail.com. And you can also leave us a voicemail on our anchor. And we would love to hear from you guys. Maybe. <laughs> Unless you're a big fan of Lily in this episode, then, then I don't want to really hear about it. Just saying. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm open to discussion. Um, if you do know the name of the man that we thought was Coach from Coach, um, let us know about that for sure. I want or to if say you his... actually know the guy's name from the show. Yeah, definitely the guy's name from the show. I want to say the guy who plays Coach from Coach. His, I want to say his name is Terry, but I might be wrong. I don't think that's Terry Bradshaw. No, it's not Terry Bradshaw. But I thought he was another dude named Terry, but I could be incorrect. Mm-hmm. I know. Oh, maybe I'm just thinking of in the Family Stone, his character's name is Kelly. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Craig T. Nelson. Craig T. Nelson, okay. Is Coach Hayden. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. And Jerry Van Dyke is in the show. And the other guy, I think it's Kenneth Kimmins is the other guy that we thought might be somebody or Bill Fagerbaka. Bucky. Okay, yeah, I think one of those might play Marshall's dad, but I could be wrong. I would go out on a limb and say it's Bill Faker, Faker Baca, Baki. Bless you. He's six foot six. Oh yeah, that, oh, I'm gonna go ahead and say yes then. He plays Patrick Star. That's hilarious. <laughs> is, is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is no, Patrick. this is Patrick. <laughs> oh yes, he also appeared in twelve episodes of the sitcom How I Met Your Mother as Marshall Erickson's father, Marvin. Marvin, what up, Marvin? <laughs> All right. Well, I think that does it for this episode. Uh, yes, I do as well. Again, Excellent. thank you for being patient while we tried not to drown in a hurricane. Yes. And then, oh, real quick, I'll pull up and read the description for next week's episode. Ooh, and what it's called. Yeah, I have a guess about what it's called. I want to say it's called like rain or something, but I could be wrong. Um, I never know the episodes. 
It is called... Called oh, Come On. Yes, it is. It's called Come On. And uh, the description says, Ted makes a final attempt to win Robin's heart. Marshall and Lily's relationship is in jeopardy. Yep. Yep. So on that cliffhanger note, we will see you guys next week. See you later, friends. Bye, everybody.